You're now listening to Hack and Grow Rich with Shaheen Shayan and his co-host, Bart Baggett, where we discuss hacking your way to success and the unconventional paths to unreasonable success with the people who've been there. And now, the author of Billion, How I Became King of the Thrill Pill Cult, Shaheen Shayan. Hey, Kevin. Uh, Welcome. Mr. Carrington has arrived in the house. Hey, boy. I was on another link for the last nine minutes. Uh, don't know what oh. happened, but okay. How are we doing? Oh. oh, man. Sorry about that. Well, I'm glad we got you. We've been talking to our audience on Instagram Live, and we are now live on Facebook, so you know. Um, I know both Bart and I are super excited uh, to talk to you, and we're big fans, and we've got lots of great questions for you. Super. Um, so, Bart, why don't you – uh, give Kevin a little intro here and tell our audience about who Kevin is and what he's done. Sure, sure. Um, so we kind of started the show already a little bit, but this is Hack and Grow Rich. It's a show for entrepreneurs. We talk about ways to make more money, have better mindset. Uh, Shaheen has sold over a billion dollars in products by the time he was 22. Just a great story in his new book. I wrote a couple of books in my 20s. I've, I've run a number of businesses, and our guest is is so spectacular. So I'm really honored to uh, have you here, Kevin. And a lot of you may recognize Kevin from Shark Tank. He's one of the first sharks. Um, but a lot of people don't know is that you produced or you created this entire genre of infomercials called As Seen on TV. And you were a self-made millionaire way before you were 30, and you probably sold a billion dollars in products. Did I miss anything really important to make you look like a total rock star? Hey, you know, I, I, I like it. Did, did you mention that I, you said I was a shark, I think, didn't you? Did, did we talk about that? I don't remember, but I did a couple of seasons there. That, that was a lot of fun. It, it's actually, uh, we're now at about six billion in, in total sales over the last, of course, you know, it, 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 you were 22 and you did a billion. That's pretty amazing. Okay. <laughs> um, it took me till I was 30, I think, to get my first billion. But um, we, we, uh, we've had a lot of great, great uh, projects uh, over the years. And, and thanks for the introduction. It was a great, a great You're welcome. Year. I think Shaheen's got a number of questions for you. And I'm going to chime in. It's going to be a great fun hour. Thanks for being here. Yeah, we're, we're super excited, and I've been uh, doing a deep dive into your world. So that's super exciting. Um, so I learned that you were the son of a bartender from Ohio. Yep. One of six. You were the, the middle child. Is that right? Fourth, right. <laughs> the fourth. And you went on to being more successful than presumably than the rest of your family. What did you do differently? Well, let's see. I think, first of all, my father was, he, he was an entrepreneur. I mean, he started as a bartender, but he wanted to own his own bar. So it's, he was saving up money to be able to open up his own place. Harrington's Irish Pub was one of his first places. Of course, when I was 11 years old, I started. So I think that's the first thing. I took action, right? I was one of six. I had older brothers and sisters and younger, but when he opened the bar, who was in there bar backing, cleaning the dishes, working 40 hours a week at 11 years old, literally. And, and so I, I, I just, I wanted to be around the excitement, the business, the family business, right? And in fact, I'll never forget my father in, in the Super Bowl this past, uh, 
this just this past couple of, of three weeks ago, the Bengals from Cincinnati, they were playing and they go back to a bar in Cincinnati and it's my father's MLT, the Mount Lookout Tavern that he opened 55 years ago, still there. He sold it, but that's, I work there. That's minutes from the home I grew up in. And this is back and forth live from the Mount Lookout Tavern in Cincinnati where the Bengals Super Bowl fans are, right? I mean, this is, I, I loved it. So I took action. I wanted to be around my father who taught me a lot. By the time I was 15, I said, dad, I said, I, I, it's fun working in this business, it, family business, but when am I going to make money? And he said, you have to start your own business. Okay. He said, I can pay you a little more maybe, but that you're not going to get rich working for somebody else. And so side by side with my father, I was in and out of working his places for about four or five years until when I was 15, I started my own driveway ceiling business to make my own money. And all of a sudden, this is back in the six, this is, this is back in like the early seventies. I was generating a thousand dollars a week in net income in the seventies doing driveway ceiling. I mean, you, you know how fast some of these things can take off. So it, I think probably the, my, my two older sisters were school teachers and my mother was a school teacher and my, my brother went the corporate route. And then here I was hanging with my father, the entrepreneur saying, I want to be an entrepreneur. And that was the, the, the vision he had. And he really mentored me to be an entrepreneur. Kevin, one of the first sell experience I ever had, I was probably 13 and I was selling these little Rubik's cubes and these things from high school, right? We go to the swap meet and I learned firsthand that if you can sell, you can have money in your pocket. Like at 13 years old, like the swap meets and stuff. Is there a moment when you decided that like selling is a key skill that I have to master? And how would you get your kids or people that are listening now that still have the J-O-B, but they don't realize that entrepreneur and sales are so interlinked? I'll never forget, I started this driveway stealing business. And so I was 15. I couldn't, I didn't drive, didn't have a, a car, didn't have a license. So um, I jumped on my bike, drove into neighborhoods and, and and hid the bike because I didn't want them to see that and then knocked on doors. And the first day out, I knocked on 20 doors, pretty much got 20 doors slammed in my face. Look, kid, I'm eating dinner. What are you, you're bothering me here, you know? And, and so I was like, oh my God, this is, this is tough. I'm, I don't know if, if this is going to work. So finally I figured out, you know what I didn't have? I didn't have any point of reference. I'm a young kid showing up. So what I, I, I said, I got to get one job in this neighborhood first, and, and then I got credibility. So I, I, I got a guide. I said, look, I'm gonna, this is not a hundred bucks. I'm gonna do it for the cost of the material. It cost me $20. And, and I said, but you have to give me a testimonial. I wanna be able to use the before and the after. I wanna put a sign across the driveway and boom, I did that first driveway. Now I went back in the same neighborhood and of course, it was a little different now because now he's getting more confidence because I could point to that across the street. But somebody say, look, I don't have time. I'd say, hey, no problem. You know, those cracks in your driveway that when the water freezes in the winter and it triples the size of those cracks, when you have time to talk about that, here's my number and you can call me. And he's like, well, wait a minute. What, what cracks are you talking about that are going to triple? I'm like, let me show you. Come on out. I know you don't have any time, but let me show you these cracks here. And boom, now 
I'm selling that one. The neighbor, 18 jobs I sold in the same neighborhood. I got turned down by everybody. It was an, it, it was an element of having a reference point for the folks because it's no secret. There's all, all kinds of burglars in the business of knocking on doors and taking money from consumers. So, um, but here it, it started off great, but I, I'm going to add one more thing to this because knocking on doors and selling driveway ceiling, it was, it, you know, it was fairly easy for me. I, I, because we do a job, we had credibility and all of a sudden I had, you know, 50, hundred, 200 jobs that I could give them references on. But there was a point in my life when I was selling a safety baby high chair. And this was after I started the driveway ceiling business. This was, it was a company called Baby Tenda. And this was a, back in the, in the seventies, it sold for over $300 in, a, in today's world, that's over a thousand bucks for a high chair, but it was safety. And it, baby could not fall out of it, could not climb out of it, um, couldn't tip over. It converted to a desk, to a bassinet, to all these different functions. And make a long story short, I, I, I worked a 17 page script that I learned and I learned how to one call close. And that was an amazing time of my life because learning how to sell is an important thing. I used a lot of all, all of these learnings from the early days as I got into infomercials and as seen on TV on how to, I have a formula. It's, it's a three-step formula, T's, please, and C's, and get their attention with an attention-getting problem by teasing. Now you please with benefits and solutions to the problem, magical transformations, and then you seize with an irresistible offer. So this is what I was doing and, and, and eventually I finally put it into a formula that I could use myself and that I could teach to others. So, so that's amazing. So we have a, a, a mutual friend, Brandon, who's, who speaks so highly about you. He thinks the world of you. you. And it, this is one of the things that I admire most about you, that coming from where you did and arriving to where you're at, where you've made hundreds of millions of dollars and you have this great wealth, I still see the hustle in your eyes. I still see that, that relentlessness, that grit, that hunger. And it's rare because usually what happens is guys get wealthy, you make your money, and then you kind of have a lot to lose. So you just go with what you're comfortable on and you yeah. retire. You are doing a ton of stuff. Like every time I, I go onto my Instagram or, you know, I search Google, there's Kevin Harrington with some other new innovative thing. It's almost like you never stop. And when I hear you talk, I'm like, man, this is that same guy that was driving down the neighborhoods, knocking on doors. He's just perfected it. He's, he's achieved mastery at that, and he's scaled. Now, I've been talking to your son via email, who I think is, is also, uh, he's working with you now, if I'm, if I'm not incorrect. He's been with me for 13 years full time, yeah, out of college. He graduated from Penn State. And uh, it's done an amazing job. He's a he's a he's a finance business major. Where I'm, I'm I'm a dropout from college. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, I I dropped out as as well. I dropped out of grade school. I didn't even go to high school. <laughs> but so 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 this is my question for you. As a father, as a, as a guy who 
you came from those experiences that created who Kevin Harrington is. This person that has grit, this person that, that has resilience, like you had a thousand doors closed on you and slammed on you. And I'm sure you had some rough experiences uh, it, to build this thick skin that you have to give you the ability to reach the success that you had. Now with your kid, he presumably is living a life of luxury. Dad's a millionaire, right? How do you instill that same grit, that same resilience? How did you do it? Because it seems like he's being very successful in life and, you know, working with you, helping you out, doing his own thing. And, you know, I'm sure he's going to be uh, every bit as successful as, as his father. How do you do that when there aren't those in, in you know, those, those initial hardships that you had to go through? Yeah, you know, it, it is a little tougher. I mean, I, I will say this. I, um, I have two boys. Uh, Brian is 33 and I have a 24-year-old. So um, I, I make them... I, I, I make them work. I make them work hard. I make them start at the bottom. When, when Brian started um, with me years ago, when he graduated from Penn State, he, he, I actually wouldn't bring him into the family business. I, I, I said, you need, to, you need to go out in the world because you, you come into the family business, you, you, you're going you're gonna to be thinking, you come in, put your feet up on the table and hey, my dad's the owner and you know, I, I get to hang out here. He's like, no. You go out, learn how the, the world works, spend a year at least doing that. And he went to work for Sprint and was in corporate sales. And, and, and I said, so what do you, you know, after he went through a training program, I said, what are you doing today? He said, oh, well, they, came, they, they brought out the yellow pages and said, okay, Brian, today you call on car dealers. Tomorrow you're going to call on beauty salons. It's like cold calling, right? So he got his ass handed to him for a year in a corporate environment and realized life's tough. It's, it, and it's not easy. You get up every single day and they are on you for eight hours a day. How many contacts, how many sales, how many this? And so um, I, finally he, he said, can I interview in the family business? And he came in and, and he did. And he started at the very bottom. He started in the grunt positions um, and, and, you know, in product development, finding products, going to trade shows, searching through catalogs, et cetera, you know, watching the shopping channels. And then we, as, as we moved him along, he got involved in all aspects of the business. He, he, he had a stint in the production side, helping produce the infomercials and the writing side and the operation side and product development. But at the end, at the end of all of that, after a few years, he was running as seen on tv.com, which was one of our assets, uh, the website as seen on tv. And so, um, make a long story short, I have, you know, the, the kids, I haven't shared the wealth with them. They, I'm making them work for it. But what I am doing is this. Um, I, I end up, and part of my business model is working with public companies and, and all of that. So I, I'm involved with about 35 in, uh, companies that I've invested in or I sit on the board of. And, and some of, you know, a, a, a nice piece of those are public. So when I get stock in a public company, I now am allocating shares to certainly Brian, who's involved in these relationships, and then my, my other son also. And now I'm letting them get in on the ground floor of some of these opportunities. I am letting them invest in some of these opportunities if they want, and, and I'll help them in, in some of these cases. But it's it, they really have to be, they're self-starters 
and 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 they're 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 out there doing it every step of the way the same way I did. There's there's no big uh, a big heap of money at the end of the rainbow sitting there for them. Now that's when I die, but <laughs> let's <laughs> let's not talk about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna have to get them on the podcast too. I think it'll be it'll be interesting to talk to them about lessons that they've learned from you. Um. All right. So. Uh, I noticed also uh, on, uh, I think it was a Google ad or an Instagram ad that you have a, is it a, a publishing company where people can sign up and get you to endorse a, a book or something that they're doing? Can you tell us a little bit about that? So we write, you know, I, I, one of the big things for me over the years that it was a game changer, um, I, I was sitting in uh, down in Necker Island with Richard Branson and hung, hanging hanging out with some cool people and he, and I, and I was looking for some advice from Branson and he and he's and and as we're talking it's like he he knew a little bit about the SC and TV business I had been involved with but he said but Kevin you know I don't see much on your branding he said you're you're a great entrepreneur you've had success and I see you know you did Tony Little and you did Jack Lane's Juicer and George Foreman but where's Kevin Harrington? So I said, Oh, wow. I said, I, I, I guess what you're telling me is I, I, I haven't built my brand. So I, I left Necker Island with a passion to, to elevate my brand and start doing things. So I started writing books and my first book I spent, I, the author got over $50,000 plus travel plus this. It took me two years to write it. By the time I was done with PR and this and that, it was cost me over a hundred thousand to publish it and two years of my life. And I said, and, and it was, and it had very powerful impact for me as an entrepreneur, because I got on a hundred radio shows and I got into speaking and all kinds of stuff. But I said, there's gotta be a better way to write a book. And so I, I, I now put books out where I'll, I'll allow authors to be part of the book with me. So I'll write it, a, a chapter, and then each person gets to put a chapter in. So we've done strategic books. Um, I'll just show you, you know, a few, a few of these uh, along the way if I can find one. Well, yeah, Kevin. While Kevin's sorry, looking for that book, I guys, have for... one right next to me, but I, yeah. I, I don't. But okay, yeah. Anyway, it, it it's a great way for somebody to be able to get a chapter in a book, be part of it, get a bestseller status, and now they can get on talk shows and help build their brand and radio shows. And so, for example, um, here, just hang one second. I'm going to show you one of the books here. Yeah. And guys, for you guys who are just joining us now, make sure to check us out on the YouTube channel, Hack and Grow Rich. We've got Kevin Harrington, uh, one of the original sharks from Shark Tank. So make sure you find us there for anybody who's checking us out on Facebook Live. If you have questions, we're going to try to get to a couple questions. I can't promise that we'll get to audience questions by the end of this because we've got limited time. We started a little bit late, but Kevin uh, may or may not be answering questions, but we can take those questions later offline. Bart and I can. So feel free to ask questions to Kevin or questions to Bart and I. And we definitely are going to try to get Kevin on again for another episode sometime in the future and also his sons to tell us some of the lessons that they've learned from their father. But go right ahead, Kevin, show well, us. So when you think of financial advisors, right? They're, they're very smart people, but they typically aren't necessarily the greatest marketers in the world. And um, I don't wanna 
put everybody in that pigeonhole. But here is a book that I wrote called Build Wealth Like a Shark. And then on the back are 31 financial advisors who have chapters in this book. This was a global uh, bestseller and we've done press releases. We've done videos with each of, you know, I, I have videos with many of these people that, and then we have press releases and then we have book releases and et cetera, et cetera. So this has been a, an amazing marketing advantage for many of these financial advisors. So I've done probably about 10 of these books like this, where we, where we have many, many people that get exposure and, and they, they get a chance to, uh, you know, to, to, to have, I mean, for, for, for a very nominal amount of money, you're, it's your book, your bestseller and leveraged with the shark in the process. So it's, it's been a very powerful marketing program for me. Okay. So first off, I don't know what you run on. I, it must be rocket fuel because you're doing <laughs> so much different stuff. And, and tell me if I'm out of line with this question, but you presumably have made hundreds of millions. I mean, when we look on the internet, it says you're worth over $450 million. It says that's what your net worth that's is. That's a lot of money. I, you know, don't believe everything you read on the internet, but you know, it's, Look, I've done very not living well in a tent. You know, so, <laughs> um, I mean, it's. It, it, I, I'm going to give you an example. This company is a company that I got involved with ten years ago. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Celsius, the energy sure. drink? Okay. Yeah. I, I jumped in as an advisor, board member, investor ten years ago. The stock was twenty-two cents a share. The company was worth a couple million dollars. Let's fast forward. We took it from 22 cents to over $100 a share. No way. And it, it peaked out at over $8 billion in market cap. And we're wow. in, a, we're, we're in 180,000 stores around the world now. So th this, I'm one of the, 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 you know, kind of the founding board members. I mean, the, the company existed before I got involved, but it, 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 it was when I jumped in with Jerry David, the CEO, and really kind of a, a new board 10 years ago, we, we went to the moon. And it, Celsius is a great product, but the, you know, I, I sit on boards. And so when you, when you see something that goes from millions to billions, there's a lot of wealth created there, right? I mean, sure. there, was, there was billions of dollars in, in wealth created. So yeah, I got a little piece of that. You know, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's what I like to do. I'm not a greedy guy, but Hey, I, I get, I, I brought a lot to the table. So I want to get a, a payday also. Greed is good. Uh, we're all yeah. for that here. This, the show is called hack and grow rich. And we encourage people to find unconventional hacks to creating incredible wealth. And that's, that's really what we talk about. So I, I love it. I, I love that you have multiple streams of income. We talk about that, but I, I guess my my question is, it seems like your interests are so spread out. Is that because you like to diversify or is it because you like to constantly stay active? I mean, clearly you don't need the money from doing all this stuff. What's, yeah. what's your, what's your feeling about? Well, I mean, like, look, yeah. if, if, if you, so I, I, I was original shark on shark tank, 175 segments. Guess what? Those segments covered everything, okay? Yeah. Kitchen, housewares, golf, uh, you know, jewelry, you name it, every category, and we invested, okay? <laughs> like, this is what, 
you know, so every, I get to this day still over a thousand pitches a month from people looking for capital, looking for help. So it, it, I don't say, oh, well, you know what? I don't invest in that category. If they've got something interesting, let's listen, right? So I bring it to my team, we evaluate. I mean, I invest, I was over in Bombay, India and a, and a couple of entrepreneurs, they, they needed some money. They pitched me a deal. Uh, you know, I, I wrote a check for 150 grand and that, that I mean, it, it, and, and then the, the company went through COVID over there and almost went out of business, but they've now resurged. It's worth 10 times that. And it, it was just, it, it wasn't any kind of, it was a retail business in India. So it's like, I never know what is going to interest me because it, if I can help, if I've got the connections and, and, and understand got a pretty amazing Rolodex. I call it a, a golden Rolodex. For 40 years, I've been developing products, manufacturing products, shipping products, uh, buying media, and, 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 and doing all the things in, in the whole as seen in TV space. Now we've morphed over into digital. And so it, when somebody brings me a product, I, I know right where we're gonna go for manufacturing generally. And, and I know who I'm gonna use for uh, production and, and for setting up and building the web, websites and for for um, then taking it into, you know, I've got, you know, the, the former president of Walmart's daughter from Bentonville, Arkansas, that is my distributor to Walmart, for example. So we use the best of the best in every category. We know who to go to, but we also, when we're evaluating something, we can take a look at it and determine whether we really have any and whether it's got any upside by showing it to some of our folks who are in these categories. So for example, um, recently somebody pitched me a dog product. Now I will tell you that I, I'm not a guru in the world of dogs. I've, I've done a lot of categories successfully from kitchen to housewares to fitness, et cetera. I'm not a dog guru, but a buddy of mine, his name is Harrison Forbes. He's been on every talk show as a celebrity pet expert. You know, from Good Morning America, the Today Show, and and uh, Kelly and Regis, and all those shows, and he judges in the dog contests and things like that. So I sent the product over to him. Takes a look at it. He's got one significant change that he wanted to make to it. We got back to the owner. They were willing to make the change. He said this could be a grand slam. So I don't just invest blindly. I, you know, we we take a pitch. We look. We see who do we know. Do we, can we bring some influence? Can we bring some capital? And if, if there's equity that we can take, hey, it, this, this, you know, it can be different categories because over the years, understanding the world of as seen on TV, it was pretty much, I mean, we, we dealt with damn near every category you can think of in those days. So, so we still have that experience and, and have, you know, kind of like a, what is Kevin Bacon's uh, saying? It's six degrees of separation. Sometimes we get one or two degrees down and we're finding people that can bring a lot of value to the table. I love Kevin, that. Go ahead. I, I don't think people really understand how miraculous this infomercial business is seen on TV because back in the 70s and 80s, you didn't have Facebook and AdWords. You no. couldn't be a small entrepreneur, give them $5 and the phone would ring. Like we have systems in place now where I just turn the ads off and the phone rings and people want to spend money. That right. just didn't exist in the 80s. Like you literally invented a category. And what I want to ask you about is as far as skill sets for entrepreneurs, 
understanding the one-time offer, understanding the upsells, understanding how to talk to somebody for five or six minutes and get them just burning to buy something is an art that is lost on this new generation. And so explain to me how you would take a product, and I know that you do this unconsciously, you go, that's the right offer, that's this irresistible offer, and a lot of entrepreneurs are spinning their wheels because they just don't have a good offer. They yeah. just think it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, they, how do you get that skill if you don't have it and if you're not willing to walk on doors like you and I did when we were 15 years old? Like, how do you make that offer? I mean, so, I mean, I have a formula, and I, and I mentioned earlier, but I'm going to show you this product. This is this is called Peeps. The guy brings me this and said, this is going to be your next Grand Slam. I'm like, I'm looking at it and thinking, what the heck is it, right? Well, it's an eyeglass cleaner. It's a three-step system. The first step, the brush comes out. You can see it, and that cleans the dust off because you don't want to scratch it. This this is the next step, important one here. It opens up, and there's two sides to this, and it cleans both sides of your glasses simultaneously, and it's got a teardrop design to get into all the nooks and crannies and a, and a low-profile design to get underneath the bridges, all right? Then the third step is an, is an electrostatic cleaning system that cleans it, and it's ready to go 500 more times. Now, the, the company that started this, they were out selling it, but they hit a wall because it's a $15 item. And you, you mentioned, you know, creating the sale, right? So it, you know, the focus was, I mentioned T's, please, and C's. So the T's, you've got to get their attention and you, sh and, you, and you start with a problem. So I don't care if it's Billy Mays selling OxyClean. Within three seconds, he's eating a meatball sandwich, grease drips on him. Uh-oh, has this ever happened to you? How are you going to get it clean, right? You're, you're, whoa, let me listen. So the, the tease is the five, six seconds at the front end. Problem, I'm in. Now, please me. And this is, you know, showing how this does all the different demonstrations and underneath and this and both sides. It's, you know, that is the please you're showing benefits, magical transformations. We take a guy on a, he rides a motorcycle, he gets off the motorcycle, he's got dirt and stuff all over his glasses, one swipe through, boom, he's instantly ready to go. So anyway, and, and now you mentioned the most important part though, the people selling this, they're, they're selling it for 15 bucks. That's what it sold for, 14.95. And, and it was costing $18 on Facebook to get a customer. So do the math. You're not gonna make money if it's costing the 18 to get 15. What we focused on what is the average order value, okay? And this is what we've done all our lives. Somebody would call for a $29 Tony Little Ab Isolator. We average ordered that out at 80 bucks because we were selling them vitamins and, and and uh, weight loss products and and other gut busters and whatever, right? So here the focus is: guess what? You wear glasses. You you need more than one of these. How about your car at your, at the office by the office chair in the kitchen in your purse? If you buy three of them, we're going to give you three absolutely free. Boom! All of a sudden, average order value goes from. Um, about $15, $18 up to $55 a sale. We now, we've got an $18 marketing cost, but we've got a $55 revenue stream. Now that we can roll out, we took that to 15,000 orders a day for this item. We went from zero to $100 million in sales in 18 months. So 
the focus, it was, it was a product that had gone up and, and went down. They showed it to QVC. QVC said, we're not interested. Well, guess what? They didn't see all the amazing things we did with Facebook and Instagram and all this. And they called us back and they said, you know, we'll take a thousand of those. They sold them. They said, we'll take 5,000. They sold them. We'll take 25,000. They sold them. We'll take 50,000. Next order, 150,000. 600,000 pieces later from a person that said, no, this will never work on our channel. Okay. You don't give up. You keep going and you keep seeking additional distribution uh, uh, streams. And so uh, average order value, lifetime value of the customer. These are the numbers that you got to focus on. If you sold a hundred million of those, you're my hero for sure. That's amazing. Well, hundred million dollars worth. So that's still uh, amazing. You're still my hero. Yeah. Thank you. So, so, so what drives you, Kevin? After all this time, after all you've done, what's what's the thing that, that makes you get out of bed with the fire that you have right now? I, I've tried to retire a few times, okay? So, uh, it does, you know what's crazy? Literally, uh, you know, it. I just, it, it, the more I push away, it, it people, just, well, hey, I, I just need, I just need you for an hour a week, okay? You know, type of thing, right? So, but really my kids are, is what drives me, uh, my you know, I, I literally would be working probably 50% less at least if my son, uh, Brian, wasn't driving me crazy. Keeping, keeping, he just brings me stuff every single day. Brian runs the company. I'm in Florida. I play golf a couple days a week. I travel, hang out. My son runs the company. And, uh, you know, it's like I, I, just, I give him how many hours a week that I'm willing to spend and 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 he doubles it every week almost because he's dad you got this is a hot one you got to take a look at it i'm like i just don't i don't know brian and and, and you know i provide a, a, a advisory services to, to, to my own kids if you know what i'm saying but you know it i i enjoy seeing i mean brian now has equity in probably two dozen companies he's a he's a huge crypto guy he's into the nfts and, and his younger brother is just now, also now starting to get involved in, in equity plays with some of the pub codes that we're involved with. So I, I'm starting, my 24 year old is, is, is just, I mean, just getting to where he's understanding all this stuff. And, and, and so, you know, he'll start picking up some equities in some of these deals. So I want them to have their own portfolios and they can see the ups and the downs. And of course, uh, my youngest, you know, his first $2,000 investment in crypto was, he lost it in 48 hours, <laughs> you know? So I love for them to see the ups and the downs, right? Cause not everything works, right? That's amazing. There, there is I one thing I, I, I yeah. want to make sure that we, we, we do talk about, cause you're talking about, you know, the craziness out there in the world. I got involved with the cannabis space with a company called uh, Your Way Cannabis. And so I, I don't know if we have any more time. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to I hear about all that. So please okay. go ahead, tell, tell, tell us about that. Well, I mean, cannabis, not everybody loves it. It's, it's federally, it's, it, it is not approved, but um, it, it is, it's, it's, it's a business that is gonna be here for uh, the rest of, of, of eternity, okay? Um, many states are now legalized for recreational cannabis, many states um, are have medical cannabis. Uh, Florida is a medical state, but uh, many states you can just go in with a driver's license and buy. So, so a, a, a company um, 
that at the, our company is a public company formerly called Hollister that has now changed names and we're, we're rebranding the company because we brought a, a lot of talent in and, and it's called Your Way Cannabis. It's a um, pubco on uh, the Canadian exchange and we have uh, a, a, an amazing branded uh, a part of our company. In the state of Arizona, there's a brand called Venom. And, uh, and, and so we, J Jacob Cohen was the founder of, of Venom and he created a, a company that grew to tens of millions of dollars a quarter, by the way, close to, close to doing a hundred million dollars a year just in the state of Arizona and, um, and, and, and built an amazing little business. And now that got folded into the Pubco and now we, Your Way Cannabis is creating branded products that we own. Um, and, and, and we have a, 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 a lot of other directions that we're gonna be taking with the company. Um, we have our own brands, we have partner brands, and then we also have control label brands. So um, thank you for sharing that. But, and there is, uh, you know, there is on the left side is Venom and the, and the old pal and Arrow are a couple of, of partnerships that we have. So I'm, I'm excited about the cannabis space for, for a lot of reasons, but I, I think that right now, the, the folks that get involved with cannabis today when, when things turn around on the federal side, they're gonna be in on the ground floor of an industry that is exploding. So um, every year they, they, they keep upping the, how big the industry is gonna be. It's it, you know $20 billion plus industry in, in a few years. So, I mean, we're, we're talking about a lot of potential growth in the cannabis space. Yeah, yeah there's I, I a think if you live in LA, like Shaheen and I do, we saw it five, 10 years ago because it's so progressive. The rest of the country doesn't really know that there's a head shop on every corner. So it's a huge industry waiting to happen. Did you say you could white label that? Like, how can our viewers participate in that? Obviously, we can't all have equity in that company, but is there a white label opportunity? Because uh, Shaheen is one of the world's leaders in, in Amazon coaching. He teaches you how to take products. Can you sell yeah. that on Amazon or is it not available yet? No, no, I mean, problem? it, 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 it at this stage, we, you know, white labeling is, is, is one term that we use, but we also, um, you know, we, we also call it, you know, when you think about it, like Trader Joe's has its own label. It's, it's not necessarily a white label, but it's its own label. So, so I think this is kind of what, what, what our goal is, 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 is yes, we can partner with other, with other brands um, and, and create your way is all about, People in today's world are going to consume cannabis in different ways, right? Some people want to smoke the flower. Others are smoking the vape. Others are into the gummies, you know, so it's, you know, your way cannabis is all about creating brands that are going to allow the retailer to really solve the customer's needs to, to be able to consume cannabis in the way that they would like that. That's the bottom line. And yes, we can create, I mean, Venom is only in Arizona right now, but near term, we do expect, yes, um, you know, it's public company, so we haven't made all the announcements yet, but there will be some announcements on the growth potential of taking uh, some of our existing brands like Venom into other markets for sure. So we, we don't do, you know, um, 
I've, I've, we've done shows on CBD, which, you know, uh, we identified very early on as being, you know, a huge market. I know we've talked to, uh, I, I believe Jean-Paul DeJurio, who I know who's invested millions and millions in, uh, cannabis farm up in Nevada yep. where they're growing. He was a shark on shark tank for a few segments. Uh, way oh, back. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now but you don't, man. you don't appear to me as a pothead at all. Have you, you know, I mean, your time experimented or. Uh, uh, so, so as, as a son of a bartender and a bar owner, you know, I, I, I enjoyed beer and liquor. Um, as a as as a uh, a young man and up and and I've when I when I turned fifty and I'm in my sixties now so I'm, I'm an old entrepreneur but um, when I turned fifty I just decided you know what I, I I've had enough I've done enough drinking in my life I stopped drinking and and I I was you know I I said to myself this is you know, I want to get healthy I want to live a long time and so so now you've commented on my energy and all of that. So guess what? Drinking would sort of relax me at the end of the day and I'd get a good night's sleep. So now I stopped drinking. I'm trying to go to bed, it's midnight. And I'm like bouncing off the walls still because I, my brain's still going. So two years ago, a friend said, because I, I now was going to doctors getting sleeping pills and I'm taking Ambien. I'm like, the heck, this is terrible stuff. I wake up all uh, skitzed out from the Ambien. And so a friend said, you got to try Indica. It's, it, you know, it's, it, it's the one that puts you to sleep, the cannabis, right? And wow, after a short period of time of, of trying, I'm like, I, you know, at night, take a couple puffs and bang, I'm sleeping like a baby. And so now I have the, the aura ring, okay? And I got to tell you, blown away by how this can, can actually track your, all your different sleeping things, your deep sleep, your REM sleep, your this, your that. And I have proven using the R ring that cannabis get, gets, gets me into a deeper sleep, into a REM for hours a night. It's unbelievable. So um, yes, it, it's, it, I'm not a pothead all day long. I, you know, it's a, an evening thing that prior to going to bed, but um, it's also as an entrepreneur, I've invested I've invested in a in a in a in a fund also uh, called Canapreneur, and and so between your way cannabis and Canapreneur, got my toes in the water, and I'm really excited about the industry because it's I mean let's put it this way in the state of Arizona, there's more tax that the state gets from cannabis than they get from liquor, so it that that'll prove to you that I mean and and and, and do you think other states are going to want to get that kind of revenue also? If they can, if, if they can take the liquor revenue tax-wise and double it by, by, by allowing recreational cannabis, there's going to be a lot of money coming to the, into play. And, yeah. and, and so I, I think you're going to see some explosive things once uh, the feds uh, legalize. Sure. Yeah. That's just, it just makes sense. I mean, it's, it's about time. And so I think we're all, very interested to see what happens next there. I think we got a couple hurdles that everyone's attention is on right now that we don't need to go into. Yeah. But I think once once we get past, you know, we're past COVID, we get past this war thing, then you know things will things will start changing in the economy. And I think that's that's definitely going to be one of the drivers. So that's awesome. All right. So 
Uh, thank you so much for being on. Kevin, how can people get in touch with you if people are interested in investing in one of your projects or connecting with you? How can people find you? So if they go to Kevin Harrington, and it's spelled H-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N dot TV, that's my, my website. And there's free reports and downloads and things there. Um, you can actually, I mean, if somebody actually wants to reach me, there's places to leave messaging there. And um, it, I, you know, it, it, I can't take every call, obviously, but, but my son uh, reviews everything and, and, and brings me the, 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 the things that I need to see. So if somebody, and, and I'll, I'll leave it this way, if, they, if, if you have a listener that would like to reach me, if they go to you, you're going to, you'll let me know that I need to talk to somebody. Okay. So let's, sure. let's have that kind of relationship, but they can also check out our website, get some free reports. And uh, we'd love to uh, uh, invite them. We have events coming up. Uh, Brandon Adams, who you mentioned, we've got two events that we're going to be putting on. Uh, I think one in April, one in May. And uh, so we, we invite people down to hang out with us. I like, you know, I, I, I hang out with people one-on-one -on -one and, and love I, I it's just something about I've taken over 50,000 pitches over, over the last uh, 40 years. And, um, and I continue to do that. And I just, it's, it's the lifeblood of how people connect with me. So um, love taking pitches and talking to entrepreneurs. I love that guys. It's, it's go to the events. You get Kevin's ear. It's like, you know, pitching the ultimate pitching a shark. It's kind of like being in an elevator with Sting and being able to practice one of one of one of your police songs. So it's <laughs> awesome, uh, Kevin. People are asking on uh, Insta and Facebook Live. How do they find information on Canapreneur that you mentioned? Is there a website for that? Uh, yeah, let's see. I'm just gonna try real quick to sh uh, let you know. Sure. I think it's Canapreneur.com, um, but um, I'm gonna gonna just plug plug that in and make sure. So. Um, the um uh, sorry so canapreneur.com he also talked Let's, about yeah, we'll try that yeah and and did the uh your way you put that up yep we'll we'll add all these to the show notes so anybody that's interested go on to hack and grow rich uh the uh youtube channel you can also check, get us on instagram at hack and grow rich make sure to follow up and check out kevin's website and all he's got going and the exciting companies that he's got and we'll update that here and we can include a link to the canapreneur website also because yeah, i don't think it's the dot com um but um it will be uh it, it will be something here let's see can i i am i am on their website yeah right. yeah you, you can i'll, I'll find it for you and i'll let you know yeah, great. All right. So super. super appreciated, Kevin. Thank you so much for being on. We'll look forward to having your boys on as well in the coming months. That would be great. I'll, I'll give your regards to Brandon and um, look forward to uh, to meeting in person someday. Thanks. It's a great interview and great questions. Thanks for hanging yeah. out with both Everybody, of you guys. Man, thanks. Okay. Super fun. All Take right. Care. We'll see you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. So as Kevin has left the building, that was fun. Um, that was a good interview, man. That was a kick. I think it's super fun. I mean, it's always exciting to see people that have not only achieved success, but have also been able to access the celebrity machine. So this is a guy who's worked with Kim Kardashian and, 
and people like Kanye West and people like uh, uh, 50 Cent who he's worked with and launched products with. And what I find most exciting about Kevin is that he still has that kind of hustler mentality. Like you get the sense that this dude is there. doesn't matter that he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He wants to sell you some shit and he's not going to stop until you fucking buy it, which is unbelievable. And well, it's really, gamifying I'm, it because clearly it's not about you making the money. It's a game to figure out how to create a problem, solve a problem, you know, put a new product out. It, it sounds really quite fun, actually, to, to be around people that have that kind of passion for business opposed to just that. And I, I learned something new. I had no idea Richard Branson was why he kind of came on the scene. You know, he sold this company probably for hundreds of million. He's, he's sitting around playing golf. And Branson's like, hey, nobody knows your name. What? Like, that's a great story because, you know, I did the opposite. I started in my 20s trying to make myself famous. Then he was under the radar for 40 years until he's like, oh, maybe I should brand myself. And, and I think you're doing something that's going to help not only me but our listeners too. You've got a branding company coming up, Shaheen, where they can – you can get them on podcasts. You can help them sort of create this kind of brand because not everybody – can do what I do pretty naturally, which is sit and talk and be on books and TV shows. Like that's not a skill you just come out of the womb with. How do you take authors and entrepreneurs and help them get this kind of media exposure? So we just launched our podcast agency. And so this is one of the secrets that a lot of entrepreneurs and people that have reached fame may not share with you. And I wanted to share with everybody here is that if you see shows like this, like Hack and Grow Rich, people get on these shows. Why? Because it is the most effective, most powerful way now, the least expensive way to build your authority. And which is why we've launched Podcast Cola, which is our new podcasting agency. We run a flat fee. It is- You were showing a shirt that we didn't see. Is there something <laughs> we're trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> it looks skinny, by the way, which is good. Podcast Cola? Like, there's Coca-Cola? Podcast Cola. You guys can go to podcastcola.com and get on our list. We haven't launched the site yet, but we will. But for anybody that's interested, if you're interested on being if you're interested in being in dynamic shows like Hack and Grow Rich, like some of the great shows that are out there, there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts that influence people on a big scale. They're evergreen. Podcasts live forever. You can record a podcast today and people will be listening to it six months, a year, six years down the line. And they reach an audience that is highly targeted. Reach out to me. I'm going to give you my direct email. If you're interested in being on this podcast or other podcasts, Podcast Cola can do that for you. We booked one client who's a, an author, amazing guy, on 45 podcasts last month, and his book hit Amazon bestseller and Wall Street Journal bestseller in that same month. Wow. So it, it is, you know, if, if you're going to be running Facebook ads, $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 a month doesn't even make a dent unless you are a super pro. If you're running LinkedIn ads, if you're doing traditional TV advertising, forget about it. Radio yeah. advertising, forget about it, right? N none of that's going to be, sorry, I just watched Goodfellas again. It's so good. But podcasts can be done very inexpensively, and we run a low flat fee rate. We've got amazing publicists on board that can be dedicated to you. Whatever it is that you do, try to get booked on some podcasts. And if you want to learn how to do it, I'll do a 15-minute call with you. 
reach out to me. My email, I'm going to share it with everybody here on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, is darkzess at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. Reach out to me directly. And what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'll book a 15-minute call with you, and we'll see if being on podcast is correct for you. If you're interested in becoming an Amazon seller, creating predictable recurring revenue, I will give my $200 one-hour course for free. And you can get that by reaching out to me on that same email. Let me know what you're interested in. It is darkzess at gmail.com, D-A-R-K-Z-E-S-S at gmail.com. My book, Billion, How I Became King of the Thrill Pill Cult, is out now. Amazon, uh, Audible, wherever you want to find books. Make sure you like and subscribe to this show with me and Bart called Hack and Grow Rich. We are on YouTube Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. Make sure to comment and engage us. Let us know. And Bart, if I am interested in engaging with you, how do I get a hold of you? Well, most people can always see just Google me for bartbaggett.com. I, I love my Instagram followers. You know, uh, that would be great. There's a there's a site called getbartsbook.com, and you can download, you know, either one of my best-selling books for free. You can go to Amazon and buy it. You can go to Audible and buy it. But I really think writing books is a way I give back, and I think people that read books or read my books become my, my customers, become my friends. Like I look back at my friend list over the years, and many of them showed up in seminars because they read a, you know, a 100-page book. So if you've read writing books or you feel like you might want to be a celebrity I love the idea of working with you in your podcast I don't most people don't know this but before the internet showed along I had did like 500 interviews from my phone or in a in a studio and that was extraordinary amount of work to book those interviews back on terrestrial radio now the outreach was crazy I mean when I was on Howard Stern we had three million people listen we made 30 grand in half an hour on the phone right but those days are gone and so now podcast has replaced that and it's evergreen. So the fact that you have an agency is ridiculously interesting because it took me a long time to find a, co- a team of people to book me on, on that many shows. And so, yeah, I love what you're doing, uh, Shaheen. Uh, GetBartsBook.com if you want to connect with me. Follow me on Instagram. You know, keep track of us. I-, I love this show. This is a great fun. I'll be launching a new podcast later this year uh, called The Bart Show. And so please, you know, check out for that. And again, subscribe to this, listen to us, send us emails, questions. And if you have any great guest ideas or you yourself think you want to be on the show, hit us up. If you're an entrepreneur and have a great hack or a story to make our lives better, we may say yes and pull you in. Shaheen, back to you, brother. Good show. Yeah, it's been such a great show, guys. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment. If you hate us, make sure to troll us. Uh, It all helps. So either way. Thank you guys. Reach out to us and we'll see you guys on the next episode where we have an amazing surprise guest that I think hasn't talked in public in a long time. So we will see you guys on the next show. Right?